0: I just come back into my own body, feel my breath going in and out, put my right hand over my heart and just breathe really deeply and just give myself that mantra. It is safe for me to be all that I am. I was born for this. Everything that's in alignment is already flowing towards me really because being a queen is being magnetic.
1: Welcome back to Big Queen Energy. I'm your girl, Nicole Rosé, with the podcast all about the mindset of a true queen. I'm a semi-retired DJ turned podcaster obsessed with positivity, psychology, and manifestation. Here to support you on your journey to attracting your dreams. Let's get it. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is for you. So excited to be in this space with you. This is going to be an epic, incredible episode. Today, we're chatting about spiritual spring cleaning, ancestral healing, and dominant forms of intuition with a really incredible psychic and spiritual healer. As you ladies have probably already seen, we've rebranded to Big Queen Energy. Sup Babe will always have a very special place in our hearts, but this is the future, baby. When I originally started Sup Babe, it was a whole different show. It was really focused on news and current events, and then after the last year... I was just like oversaturated with the amount of junk that's in the news with celeb gossip with just all this shit out there and really wanted to separate us and be a show that is for your empowerment and so that's what we do now truly we looked at everything that you were listening to what episodes were your favorites we listened to your feedback we read all your dms we always read all your texts and we realized that what you really wanted was more insight onto morning routines, mindsets, habits for success, empowerment, fearlessness. And we are going to bring you just that. Everything that you value most because we value your time because time is everything. It's all we have, right? I am so, so, so excited for this episode. I think all of you are going to take so much value out of it. There will be multiple takeaways. So pull out a notebook or a note in your phone because you are going to want to take notes. Vanessa Codornio, also known as the Biz Baruja, is an Argentine who grew up in New York City and has given over 10,000 intuitive readings since she was 16 all over the world in Spanish and English. Now she's on a mission to help people awaken and develop their own intuitive skills using practical techniques that are apparently accessible to everyone. So we're going to find out a little bit more about that today. Vanessa is a fourth generation. Yep. You heard me. Let that sink in for a second. Psychic medium, clinical hypnotist, energy healer, and certified coach. I recently read about her in an article on Refinery29 and I knew that we needed to connect with her on Big Queen Energy. So excited to welcome Queen Vanessa on the show. How are you, Vanessa? Sup, babe?
0: I am just loving that you just said, hello, Queen Vanessa. (laughs) Hello,
1: Queen Nicole. (laughs) I feel like we should all greet each other like that. So I have this one friend, shout out, Sarah. I'm sure you're listening somewhere. She would, She would like, we actually met through the podcast. She DM'd me, and then we became friends. We've, like, had dinner and stuff because she's in New York. And she would always be like, hey, goddess. And I was like, oh, my God, we should greet each other like that all the time. Like, why do we not? There's no reason not to. It makes me feel good every time somebody says that to me,
0: and it makes me feel good when I say that to you, you know? I love it. I love it. Goddess. Uh, queen bruja whatever I know wait you say that so
1: much better than me I'm sure that I (laughs) like sounded very American in your intro but you know at least I got the point (laughs) (laughs) so you are you are part of the beginning of our rebrand to big queen energy which I'm just so 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 excited about and I feel like you are you have such strong big queen energy would you say that's true
0: Yes. And I love that you are rebranding. I love that I'm at the beginning of it. It's just, I've come into a phase of my life where it's like reclaiming all of myself. Right. And I've been on doing, you know, in service healing, speaking for a long time, only online nine years when I say only, but it's kind of a long time. And as we were sharing earlier, like I over kind of like identified myself as the priestess archetype too much. Yeah. And the priestess is amazing. We all love her on the tarot card. She's got the two columns. She's like, yep. right, all connected to the divine. The thing, though, she's in behind the scenes. And so sometimes as we're learning to really take up space and come in, we've got to, like, own that queen aspect of ourselves because she's everything. Right.
1: It's like we can be behind the scenes, but we can be in the forefront. We can be everything. It's like it, the queen energy is about owning it all, yes. not being in one box. Right. Yeah. Not allowing anybody else to, to shackle us to one idea of who we have to show up as. Mm-hmm. Showing up as
0: who the fuck we feel like today. Yeah. <laughs> like <yours> like, here. <laughs> when we feel like today, like if today we want to be quieter and be meditative, well, that is your queen energy of that day. And if another day are a little louder, a little more of a diva, well, that is what... Is correct for you and what's in a Honestly, you. I flip flop between those two, like every, like every hour.
1: So you just like hit, d- do you know me from a past life? Cause that is exactly who I am. Like meditative, chill, work hard. And then on the flip side, I am like loud as fuck and like chugging a white claw and like <laughs> pl- giving orders. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe making some dance moves, but I love it. that's amazing. I well, I'm so excited for our conversation today. Thank you so much for wanting to talk to us. I I just knew when I read about you in Refinery that you were a person that, our audience needed to hear from. So I want to ask you, Vanessa, do you mind getting into your journey? Your story is just completely fascinating. Like, how did you come to understand that helping others heal and access their intuitive gifts was your higher purpose? Can you talk
0: us through that? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. I'm so happy I'm here. So like so many of us, because I think we're all intuitive, right? Some of us are going to use it to, I don't know, rock the stock market. Other people are going to build a business online. Other people are going to do both, right? Because we can't. Yep. Yeah. So this intuitive energy that that we all have is really about beginning to understand that we can sense, feel, know information. And as a kid, I knew that I grew up in a South American home in Queens and New York City. And it was very natural for us to wake up in the morning and be like, oh tuve un sueño, which is like, oh, I had a dream. And we sit down, like, oh my God, tell us the dream. What is it? To see, does it impact us? Is our great-grandmother talking to us? And so that is how we lived. What I started to notice as, and I'm a fourth generation psychic medium on one side, third generation on another. They didn't do it publicly. They didn't do it. Wow. They did it privately. I didn't know on both sides. I knew (laughs) the fourth generation thing, but I didn't realize the other side of your family. I mean, that's your genes are out of control And some of them were men like some of them like so when I was 19 years old I was in Argentina and I was like oh my god how am I gonna tell my grandparents that are like I went to my past lives how am I gonna tell them and then I my grandfather's laughing he's like come here he says to my grandmother this one thinks she invented all this so I'm like I did not I was just sharing and they started telling me their stories and so I grew up in a space where maybe they weren't offering it all the time like their connection to their guides but it was accepted it was normal my mom taught me we didn't have the word empath, but my mom taught me. Hey, you need to cleanse. Now, the thing that changed my life was at 16 years old, I told my mom there was a Ouija board in that in the high school of the arts where I went to school, and she said bring it home. But when I brought it home, she flipped it around, blindfolded me. I know, right? My mom had game, right? She's like, let's blindfold this puppy. And when she did that, she was like, and I'm like, oh my god. And she's like, well, I don't want you to memorize the board, right? I want you to really know. We want to know. And so what wound up happening in that moment was that. I got information from my dad's deceased um, girlfriend. And so I saw a woman in the river with a little boy coming out of the water. And she's like, take care of Willie. That was my dad's name. And then I saw this other information. When I was able to unfold myself, she's like, okay, take it off. I have evidence. My mom was a journalist in Argentina. So, you know, she was a big evidence gatherer. Yeah, she's a researcher. She's like, I have the evidence. She brought me a picture, pulled it out from the frame of my dad's picture that she pulled out the back and said... And I was like, oh my God, that's the lady. She goes, they died in a car accident and you saw a little boy and the woman. They, Your dad and her separated. She she married somebody else. They had a kid. So at 16, I'm like, holy F. Not only do I know that this is how I grew up. So what I started to realize after that, I started reading folks, but then I'm like, I lost my powers. I did you know, I was 16. I wanted to be 16. What wound up happening as I got older is I was reading people, doing tarot, doing other things, but I noticed that we kept... People kept repeating the same pattern anyway. Like you could go to a reader, they make you cry. You like shake. You have the sensations in your heart, but you're like mm-hmm. then still attracting the same guy. So I'm like, what's next? How do we unpack this? So I studied energy healing. I studied hypnosis. And that's one of the main ways that I realized. I was like, I have to heal myself. And then I just loved holding space for people's healing because I believe so, so
1: what you're saying there, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but that's really, really interesting. So you're saying that basically, as you were given, because you've given over 10000 readings in your career, which is, by the way, that's incredible. That means you are definitely a master, if not twice over. But so... You were noticing that people had these themes and that there was not much more that you could do other than give them information. And so then you you wanted to take the next step into helping them move
0: past the, those themes, is that? Yes, and, and, with the, and so what I started to realize in the readings, even as a little kid watching people read people, and then as I got older, I'm like, well, I'm repeating the pattern. My clients are repeating the pattern. How do we heal this? So in comes wiki, right. in comes ritual, in comes ceremony, in comes hypnosis. So I think that these are the pathways. And I'll tell you that then I healed myself in order to be more visible online i was able to work on myself as well to be able to meet my partner and then i started to see how clients were not only connecting to their intuition but breaking their own ancestral patterns breaking their own unconscious patterns and changing their lives up completely so it was just this calling and let me tell you, i wanted to run away from all this like i remember being 22 i was at nyu studying film and i was like doing an automatic writing that's where you breathe connect to spirit and spirit like writes through you right your inner self or your guidance or mm-hmm. and i was like well i want to be a filmmaker and my guides were like sorry <laughs> you're not gonna be a filmmaker sister you're gonna be a spiritual director wait you're literally writing this right I'm while writing, you're in school yeah. oh my god so, so i'm like sitting there like excited taking film classes like yeah i'm gonna be latina film director all oh, this is gonna be so cool <laughs> it's gonna be hard right? yeah. for the challenge and next thing you know like i get this information like vanessa we love you it's you were supposed to come to this course you're supposed to study this you're gonna be a spiritual director and i'm like spiritual director and to tell the truth at 22, there was no Wi-Fi online. So it wasn't like businesses online. So what yeah. I am now, how I live now, what I do and having the school and everything wasn't like really en mass. It wasn't like people could do it. So, right. so that path, I heard that message. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to do my corporate thing, work in media, do my thing. But it just kept happening. It just kept happening. And so... Finally, in 2012, at the end of the Mayan calendar, right? So it was December 21st. I get in a car. We're going on a family vacation. My mom's like, I have a bad feeling. I'm like, me too. She's like, I'm going to pray. I'm like, I'm doing the Reiki on the car. And I wind up getting told, sit up straight so you don't break your back. Check that everybody has a seatbelt. My mom did not. She put it on. And then within minutes, we were in the middle of of, of a process of an accident. <laughs> and oh I'm like, we're careening into a truck. I'm like... Because I sat up straight, I was able to hold myself, like, with the seat in front of me, and I was like, wow, I didn't go full time. Wow, I didn't write my book. Wow, I didn't do this. Like, I started thinking all the things I didn't do, but it was about my calling, so it was really weird. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't get married and have the children. It was more like, I didn't do this. It was all, like, my calling, so I was like, wow. So my guides were like, you're going to make it. Everybody's okay. Everybody's going to be okay. My dad was able to pull away from the truck. We started rolling. And in that rolling, I'm like, hey, when I die, can you pull me out of my body? Like, I wasn't negotiating to live. I was basically like, when I do die, can I hang out with my family and help them heal from their loss of me, right? Or whoever else. Yeah. They kept saying, you're fine. When the car f- stopped rolling and my parents were hanging from the ceiling and I was oh sitting on the roof and I'm sitting there. And that's what I heard, like, go out and do your thing. Like, we held you through your worst time, or you didn't know if you were going to live. Go out and do your work. And that's what happened. 2012, 2013, came out online, created, like, the nine-month, $9,000 program, brought in 21 diverse teachers, and have never looked back. And so that's, like, the all of the things leading up to it. So do you think, wow, I did not...
1: Okay, first of all, I have chills right now. That's so powerful. I did not know this part of your story. I knew about some of the childhood, the Ouija board story, because I've obviously stalked you because I'm your fan. (laughs) Fangirling you so hard right now. But And I also knew that you wrote a letter to the universe when you were 19 being like, I don't know why I lost these gifts. I want them back. Like, what happened? I've had that experience, kind of. I don't know that they're, like, fully back, but that really resonated with me. But I did not know that you had a near-death experience that propelled you out of your previous career in media into really pursuing your calling. So the other day, I was listening to a different podcast that I like, and I heard someone say that sometimes it takes pain. The universe will send you pain to get your attention, to go in the direction of your true purpose. If they've tried to tell you so many times, right? And we're just stifling that voice. We're stifling that voice. We're stifling that voice. So it kind of sounds like your experience is confirming exactly what I heard.
0: Nicole, absolutely. But what I was confused about was like, well, I do, I've done 17 years of circles in my house. I've been reading people since I'm young because I was doing it even when I had a corporate job. I'm doing hypnosis. So I was already doing it, but it was part-time. So I was like, why? And I gave you the car accident, but I didn't tell you that two months before the car accident, I was laid off from my job the day before a major surgery. Surgery was rough, but I was okay. Had a major breakup with somebody and then wound up having MRSA from the surgery that they didn't detect. So it was like back to back. People were literally like, did somebody do some, throw some bad juju on you? And when I went in, it was really like, no, I am a diamond in the rough being pummeled into like something that the universe wants me to be. And I can say this, like as hard as it is, like going after your dream really full out, because then after that, I never looked back. I threw myself out there. It was scary. I don't know how I was going to make it. I don't know what it was going to happen, but it all worked out. And to to even beyond my imagination where I started working with people in Latin America, traveling to do retreats there, being hired to speak here. It just, just, like, incredible. But I think that it took that level of me being kicked out of the normal, like, the every day to really throw myself and be like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to throw myself off the cliff and just fly. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, because it might—you
1: never know when it's your last opportunity. Exactly. So do you—okay, you said so many interesting things. about— guidance that you've received in the form of ancestors, spirit, God, whatever anybody believes in, right? Everybody has different beliefs. But so how is it that you distinguish between a thought that your your conscious mind, your thinking mind has, and a message, a voice from spirit
0: or a guide? That's a great question. So if you have something that's repetitive, that feels objective, what do I mean by objective? Meaning that You are very calm when you receive it. So it's not like you're emotionally invested that it turned out a particular way. So it's repetitive, objective, and simple. It's probably your intuition. Okay. Okay. We like to make things more difficult than it seems. And we're very big on trying to find reasons, right? Like people come in a room and they meet somebody, they look across the room, like, oh my God, that's my husband, that's my wife. And then they get mad. They're like, intuition betrayed me because- They were supposed to be my husband. And they. I go, but weren't they? Didn't you get divorced? They're like, yeah, but they said it was my husband. I'm like, they didn't say you were going to live happily ever after. I was like, that's That's our human like expectation and our human investment and our human attachment. The goal was that you had this contract. You came up on each other, got married, had your life, healed whatever Mm -hmm. needed to heal, hopefully ended well. And now both of you are on another part of your journey. And then people are like, oh my God, you're right. I was really calm when I met them. I didn't have any investment in it. It was repetitive. I was like, yeah, they just, your guides, your inner self didn't give you the rest of the message. I would also say if it's like, um, if it's something that you have to think about too much, I'll give another real quick one. So I had cut out a vision board where I wanted to meet a guy that was so kind that his daughter would love him. And the image was a man walking down on a beach holding hand of a little girl. So I oh, had it on my vision board, right? Like that she trusted him so much. That's the type of and my current partner is such a loving daddy. It's amazing. And I go on a date now, and I'm like, I don't feel the feels here. I don't feel it. I don't feel the pat. I don't feel the energy. He rolls up his sleeve, and I see the tattoo of a man on a beach holding hands of a little girl. So now, what? Wow, right? So on the part on the date with your partner, your okay, current partner, don't this partner, but another one, right? Oh, okay. Current okay. partner is awesome, amazing dad. So back in the day when I did the vision board, I was like, I see that. I'm like, I don't feel it. But now he's got the tattoo. So as human beings, we're now trying to negotiate. We're like, well, I don't feel the attraction, but he has the tattoo. So it must mean that we're supposed to be together. Right, so I forced myself to go out a little bit, a lot, like a month or so, and then I was like, you know, universe, I don't care. Thank you, love you, but no me gusta. I'm not into it. Like I can't. And they they were laughing. They're like, it was never that. This is your partner. It was a sign, like you're getting closer. Yeah, it was so, training wheel, exactly. Right. And that's what sure. You know it. So that's one of the things is like we have to be careful, even myself as a professional psychic, that you're like you're not layering your own expectation of it. At that mm-hmm. point, when I saw the tap, I should have breathed in and been like. What do you mean, spirit? Or What do you mean, higher self? What's yeah, and trying to in? ask more. Exactly. And okay. So that's one of the things. We need to ask more, have more dialogue, and not jump to conclusions or try to make it mean what it isn't. And to remember that spirit is guiding you in a non-invested way. I mean, spirit loves you. Your higher self loves you, of course. They want you to live and thrive and have a great life. At the same mm-hmm. time, you have eternity to kind of fulfill it in many lifetimes. So right. just be be mindful that it's more objective and more peaceful as opposed to if you don't go and do this audition, it'll never happen again. That's you. That's you like freaking out, freaking out. We're meant to do something. If one door closes, another door will open because it's an alignment for us.
1: Yeah, that's so true. You know, it's funny. I, I, I had a date last night I wasn't like feeling going out on it Like I was just really unsure if there was chemistry was smart and cool But I was just like, you know, we talked on the phone a couple times and I wasn't really feeling like jazzed right and I got there and like, I mean, midway into my glass of wine, right? I kind of time everything by like how far am I in my glass of wine. Love it. <laughs> and midway into my first glass of wine, he's all like, oh yeah, no, I could read that you were spiritual from our first phone call. I'm like, I didn't say a word about being spiritual. Like, what are you talking about? And he was like, oh no, no. It's just like a vibe that you give off. He's like, I'm very spiritual too. So I recognize that in others. And I was just like, what? It was so like... I felt like he just, like, read my heart. It was so weird. I've never had a guy do that, especially not on a first date. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, I attract a lot of assholes, and most of them aren't, like, so spiritual. (laughs) So that was, like, so interesting for me. And then I woke up in the middle of the night last night at, like, 4 a.m. I heard a voice, and it literally just said, you are a spiritual being. And I just thought to myself, like, oh, yeah, I'm a spiritual being. And then I just went back to bed. It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, this is just... Like, this is a date I didn't even want to go on, but like, what a, I don't know.
0: Strange, right? It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful because you were talking about the branding of the queen and that is just not only an invitation for you, but for all of us, because you're also very earthly. You're quick. You're on it. You're on the edge. Do, 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 do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. High energy, which a lot of people do not associate with. Being spiritual, right? Just know. Yeah, totally. We were like, "How could you be an empath? You talk fast. You're extroverted. Throw parties. Love to dance." And it's like we come in all forms of the Myers Briggs test. Okay, it's like it's not just an INFP or INTP. We also come as ENFPs and others. Right? We also come in other formats. So. I, I just, I'm excited about that. What a reflection to you that you are spiritual and you're here to like live it big. I mean, I, I don't want to like share. I mean, can I share something else that I pick up about you? Just Of like, course. Please. You're my guest. You've had many different lives and you've also had a life where like you literally went into a monastery or, or a nunship or something, but you climbed over like the monastery wall and like ran away. <laughs> because you wanted to get you wanted to be close to God or wanted to have the connection but it, also you were like what is this quiet stuff what is this stuff where we can't communicate what is this like God is also celebration like or universe is yeah. celebration or spirit and so I see you like climbing over like this wall where you're like no you know and I think that for a long time I'm rebellious right like, well I don't know that about you but now I know <laughs> your past life but I also see like, in this lifetime, you're like bringing all of it. And I think that your spiritual gifts, like you said, I don't know if I have them all back there with you. It's just that you're really here to play. And a lot of us don't. Yeah, A lot of us are just like too careful. And we really are here. Like if any message that I ever get from guides on the other side, it's always like, don't take yourself so seriously. That's, that's a yeah. big message. Like play more, dance more, love more, laugh more. You know, one end of a relationship isn't going to kill you. Like stop. Using those words, it's my heart is forever broken or whatever it is, you know? Yes, yep. we're suffering the moment, but there's always time for regeneration. So that's what I feel. Thanks for letting me share that with you.
1: <laughs> no, thank you so much. I'm flattered that you would want to tell me. And also, very true and funny enough, we randomly watched The Sound of Music the other night. So I was like, oh, she's picking this up from, from my vibration. I just watched it two nights ago. And I, I did grow up Catholic. So like we were very religious growing up. And then our family has since kind of just not really followed the Catholic Church, obviously, in light of all the different things that have come out about the priests and whatnot. And even, you know, one of my uncles was subject to that kind of abuse. So our whole family is just like, okay, that's not for us. And so we're, we kind of are making our own brand of spirituality, right? So God may still be a part of that, but just not like, Catholic priests. You know, so exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so also what when you said that you felt like you lost some of your gifts, and when I said that I felt like I lost some of my gifts, like one of the things that for me I felt like was a gift from spirit was channeling. And so I don't know if that's like any of the Claire's, right? Claire sentience, Clara, maybe you can tell us what all of them are, but I know you said you had some of them and at certain times you felt like you didn't have others. Like what are all the, I guess it's the three, are there three dominant forms of intuition, feeling, hearing,
0: Yeah. And then there's a combo as well. So there's definitely like clairsentience where you feel, right? There's an empath, emotional intuitive. We've got the mental intuitives who are a clairaudience where you could hear clearly. You could see clairvoyance. And then you've got the knowing, right? So claircognizance. So claircognizance is the one that sometimes gets folks a little bit in trouble because, and I know because I have it too, where you blurt out something that you know. And people turn around and might be like, you don't have no evidence for that. Why do you say that? You're like, I don't know, but I know. And then yeah. it turns out not that you totally know, right? So it's knowing without knowing how you know. And then the channeling, channeling is, I, I believe that channeling is really also clear cognizance. It's a Yeah, part probably. Of it because it's it's just like, you know, but also when you get into that space where you just like, allow yourself for your highest vibe to just move through you and just share with you whatever's coming through, um, that's channeling, right? But we also have telepathy, right? I was talking about this in my class the other day, the Nacimo Magica's Born Magical Intuition course. And uh, I was saying, you know, we think of telepathy. I was like, we're throwing out information to people every day and we're also getting it. So we have to be mindful because we always complain about other people and what they do to us, but we could also be yeah. talking people out. When we're mad at them and sending them the negative telepathy so it's so totally important for us so we've got telepathy precognition is somebody who could pick up information before it happens right so you're precognizant you just know things before they happen and i mean then mediumship is different from psychic not all psychics are mediums right well all mediums are usually psychic so having a psychic ability means you can connect to information that's beyond the space around you beyond time and space so it's not just somebody standing in front of you. You could be, oh my God, this is happening somewhere else. You just know things from people's past or people's future. A medium is somebody who can connect people to people who passed over. And so there's so many gifts and not everybody has. So many gifts. Yes. Yeah, so and most, I
1: mean, just, is there any chance, like, do you think you have all of those or does anybody have all of those? Yeah, that sounds like an insane amount of gifts. there's a lot of people, of people
0: combinations. There's a lot of people with combinations. The only one that I've, like, I think- Lower the the dial on is the empath because when I was younger I couldn't even go dancing as a twenty something year old to clubs even though I did but I was like praying on myself you know putting the- <laughs> <laughs> you're like staging dudes on the dance floor they're like what who is this lady literally <laughs> because I would literally walk around and be like oh my god the uncle just touched her the other day or oh my god this person wants to harm themselves or oh my god this guy is lying to this woman like it was too much I was too open. And so what I did and what I help a lot of empaths do is how do we keep our gifts, grow them into other directions so we're not feeling everything? Because even this week alone, like this week alone, I try to keep more space in my schedule. I've done like soul releasement, past life regression, hypnosis, Akashic record reading, teaching classes. The stories that I hear of people suffering, if I was still the empath I was 20 years ago, I would just be like on the floor at the end of the day. But I have a lot of energy. And so I would say that I have uh, clear cognizance the most. I have clear hearing. I have clear seeing. I hear all the time, basically. And I know all the time. And then I get images as well. But I really don't totally want the sensation. And I don't have the gut feeling. Because a lot of people talk about gut feelings. I don't have that. Yeah. And people really? make, a big deal. They make a big deal, like it's your gut feeling, intuition. I'm like,
1: no. I have- so that, yeah, mine shows up there. And what's funny is when I don't follow that intuition. Like, for instance, I went down a project for about a year and a half that was like the wrong thing. And my stomach aches just started getting out of control. And I knew the deal, the day that I signed that deal, I won't share too much detail on it, but I knew it was wrong. Like I just knew I had a sinking feeling. I think when they say gut feeling, it was like, if it's not right, it's like a sinking. It was not an uplifting feeling. It was like, I was sinking when I was signing that paperwork. And It just never went away. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that. And I literally got sicker over time. Like no amount of like probiotics was going to make the stomach ache (laughs) go away. It was like stress and anxiety from not following my intuition about my path in life. And it wasn't, it just wasn't my journey,
0: you know, and, and I, you know, we're all so fucking hard-headed, right? We <laughs> like, are. And I love that you're sharing it. I mean, I'm sorry you went through it, but what a way to learn. Like you said, learning through suffering. Absolutely. Like, I get crazy headaches. Yeah. I get crazy headaches. Like, in the past, like, I walked into a job, my last what job, I think. And I—no, the one before last. And it was so bad. I just knew. It was like, do not go in here, girl. Please do not do this to yourself. Do not do this yeah. to yourself. But I was like, it's 2008. How am I going to do this? I got to take the job. There's a financial crisis. There's not jobs in New York took the job. Oh, wow. Wow. But it taught me, it taught me that I have to put faith over fear that I have to trust yes. my inner. And it's interesting. There was an accountant there who was also a numerologist and she's like, I want to do your numbers. And she came out and she was like, you're an old master. What are you doing here? Get out and start your own business. And I'm like, oh. but she was, you know, in the right arena. I love that you said put faith
1: over fear. Because I think that is so true and I'm sure that you and I, I think that's something that every woman, even women's in the queendom, right? We all struggle with that because... It's so easy to just follow the path that's given to you, you know, the road that is maybe more traveled than to go down and break out on your own and do something totally different or outside of the box or, you know, something you've never done before, right? Like yeah. starting your own business fully, right? Being full time totally. for yourself, full-time. which I know is like nerve wracking as fuck because I felt that way <laughs> too. I mean, there are still days where I'm like, shit, is the, is the pandemic going to let up anytime yeah. soon? Because I really like to go back to all of my revenue streams.
0: But the way we, like you said, we learn. I want to say something to that conversation that you just brought up, yeah. which was last year during the pandemic, so many people, so many people were reaching out, so many people were healing, so many people were home, they were, you know, not working, mm-hmm. it was a great time to go in and still is, it always is, there's always, there's no time limit on healing, it's like, it's always a great time. But so many people were reaching out. And I'll tell you, the women who were awakening and suddenly like, I know that I'm carrying ancestral BS from my great-grandmother. I know that I have issues with my sexuality. I know that I'm not owning my orgasm. I know that I'm not owning my love. I know that I put up with this partner, even though I know that it's not for me. Like, the like, they're just like, wow, waking up, just like, no mas. And that's the uh, queen energy. Uh, I can't anymore. I can't I just be that. a mom and have kids, which is a beautiful thing. It's like, I am also intuitive. I am also entrepreneur. Yes. I am also... A woman and I want to be pleased and I want to be romanced and I want to love passionately. And that's what I kept seeing last year. Like women after women, women, just of all races, of all ages, just showing up and saying that to me. And that is beautiful. But they're breaking the chains. Cause even our, you know, our great-grandmothers, and we think about it, our great-great-grandmothers. I mean, maybe some rare ones had careers, or maybe some rare ones were able to go to right. school. But we're thinking about like my mom had to drop out of college in order to help support when her dad hurt his back. I'm the first female to graduate in my mom's line. My grandmother went into marriage at 18. Oh, right, yeah. Age at 18. Her great-grandmother went to marriage at 18 or 17. And so yeah. we're shaking things up. Yeah,
1: things are truly different. I totally totally agree with you and that's really incredible that it's so cool that you get to be on the receiving end of all these women becoming, you know, more in tune with who they truly are and waking up to things that they want to fulfill in their lives or things that they want to let go of. So on that point, you you talk a lot about ancestral healing. That's not something I've ever really done, but I know that you mentioned it helps uncover blocks and limiting beliefs. How does the process work? Like, can anybody benefit from doing it once or twice? Like, how how do you do we work with their ancestors or channel their ancestors?
0: I'd just love to know more about it. Thank you so much for asking. So because we honored our ancestors in my family, like even where I'm sitting right now on the wall, I have all of them. There's like three, I mean, not all of them because I I don't have pictures of all of them, but I have pictures of them and I talk to them sometimes and have flowers. out. So it's an altar, right? So some people do Mm -hmm. that. Some people do it even without knowing that they're doing it. They just have pictures of people who've crossed over, right? Mm -hmm. So I would invite people who are listening to take a pen and paper or just take out a digital document, wherever you may want to do that. And just ask yourself, what are some patterns that I keep repeating? And did my mom have them? Did my grandma have them? Did my aunt have them? Interestingly, I've worked with some women recently where some of their ancestral patterns was let's say cancer, okay That's pretty intense, right? yeah, so one of the things that we did in hypnosis was to really reclaim and release the people who did pass from that from ovarian and to really be like, "I'm the one who gets to live. I reject right And she's now you know going into remission one of the people, and so even something like that. Um, there's another form where people come to me. So so let me get back because I'm getting so excited that I'm like all over the place. So, you know, <laughs> write down and look at your own patterns. Look at your patterns of love. It, some people have come to me and said, oh my God, my dad left me and my grandfather left my grandmother and it goes on. And I'm like, you get to be the one where you pick the one that doesn't leave because you love each other and you work through it. She's like, really? I didn't know that there was a chance. I thought this is the way it was. So if you have any patterns where you think this is the way it is, money doesn't grow on trees, I have to work so hard to make money. I must accept this job or this person or this partnership, or I must subjugate a part of myself. Like whatever it may be, it could be about money. It could be about sexuality. It could be about love. It could be about your body. That if I don't look a certain way, or if my face is in a certain way, that I'm not worthy because my mother said I wasn't beautiful. I mean, I've I've had people come to me and tell me these things, right? So there's so many different patterns. And so do that for yourself. And then the second thing I would do at home, you know, if you're not working with a professional is to sit down and just meditate with yourself and imagine and just say, I break this pattern. I release this now. I am no longer stuck to this energetic pattern where I keep repeating what my ancestors did. So that's part of it. The second thing that you could do is look, write down your blessings and your gifts and your talents. Do you speak really well? Are you athletic? Are you a dancer? Are you a singer? Are you somebody who brings people together? Are you somebody who broadcasts information, right, like as you do? And so those are ancestral gifts. Somebody have them, honor them, cherish them, be like, Hey, thank you. Okay. You know, that type of thing. And the way that I work on it, I've done ritual, I've done ceremony in circles, but I love to do it through ancestral hypnosis healing. So people come to me with a pattern. I bring them into deep relaxation. We connect with their subconscious and go in and start to release the pattern and affirm them and give them a new mindset where no, that's over. My great-grandmother was the last, or my mom. I'm done. I am breaking the pattern. It's a new time in history. It is my time to rise. It is my time to shine. It's my time to be all I am.
1: That's incredible. When you say breaking the pattern, is that kind of similar to, like, cord cutting? I know a little bit about that, but... I, I've said that I've talked about cord cutting to a couple of friends. Like the only time that I've really used it was like, I tried to do cord cutting with a, a business partners in a deal that went south. Um, actually the one that like really gave me terrible stomach aches. And then I also tried to do it in breaking up. There was like this X that I just like, Still, I can't like fully get rid of him, but like I, I'm much less affected by it now. Yeah. But I knew that we were just so energetically connected. My dad had died when we were together. Like there were just all of these things tying our energies together. He was Argentine too, by the way. Wow. And so I used it then. But when I, when I have said that to a few other friends after breakups, they kind of like give me side eye, right? They're like, what the hell is that? So can you explain oh, a little bit I love bit that, that you asked
0: that. And you know, in a year, maybe they won't be giving you side eye. They'll be like, oh yeah, we did it. We did a yeah." Job there's so many different ways the most powerful aspect of all of this is that we are claiming our space right as queens we're saying I have the ability I have the talent I have the gifts to break these patterns I have it within me and so the fact that you're getting it in your stomach by the way that's your solar plexus you're in your personal power energy center right in the chakra system okay. we need to have that really well like situated in order to trust our intuition Because we need to have the courage to be able to validate what we feel or see or sense or know without the world validating it with us. Like we have to be crazy, right? So for anyone who feels like things keep repeating or someone keeps coming in, I want you to make some time, get a piece of paper, get a little thing that you could burn. So there's different ways. We're gonna do two ways of different cord cutting. So one of them is you're gonna ground, feel your feet on the ground, feel your booty in the seat, breathe deeply into your chest. Imagine this person. Say to them, and even if you don't want to forgive them because they were not very nice to you, just say, I forgive you and I release you. And the reason that we do that is because we want to let go of the energy of, no, I'm going to hold on to it because I'm mad and you're supposed to forgive. You're supposed to apologize because then we might wait for lifetimes. So we want to say, I am releasing this energy and no longer holding it in my mind, body, and spirit. And so find that space within yourself. Imagine this person, right? That you're feeling it whether it's a business partner whether it's a relationship a, par- a parent it could be anybody a sibling who drives you crazy or whatever it is and just imagine and just say like i forgive you i release you i release any of the energetics any of the patterns that have come up because of our union or because of our experiences together and then allow yourself to just imagine any part of your body do you feel like is your heart like Heavy, is your stomach upset? And literally, like go to your heart. You could either do it physically and just imagine that you are literally pulling out some energy and like cutting that. Or you could just imagine it. So you could do it with your hands, you could do it with your mind, right? And you're literally like, I release, I release, I release, I release, I release you with peace. I leave and and say, I release you through time and space. I release you through mind, body, and spirit. I release you completely, go in peace. So, and so it is we want to release the energy or it keeps coming back. Another way is you write all of that down instead of like doing the meditation and then pulling it and imagining it's cutting off. You write it down and be like, I hate that you did this to me and I know that now I have to forgive you even though I don't accept it and I must let you go because, and I must let this energy go because I'm ready for the new. I'm ready for everything that I deserve and the real love or the real business relationship that is in my highest good. And then you take it. And what you hold it in your hand, the piece of paper, and then you're just going to say, and as you rip it, I release through time and space. I let you go through time and space. And so it is, I invite the best, what is in alignment for me now. Right, And then you can light a little, if you've got a little cauldron or a little, I don't know, incense burner or something and just burn it in there. Just be really mindful. Don't burn it and like walk away and then hear your fire alarm go. I have a few lighters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so those are some basic things, but it's really important for you to like be your own priestess, be your own queen and be Mm -hmm. like, that is it. I kick you out of the kingdom (laughs) of my mind, body and spirit. I love that. You know, it's funny. I, I wanted to ask you
1: about and it sounds like this would totally be a part of it. I wanted to ask you, you know, it's spring, right? We're moving into summer. With spring, you typically think of spring cleaning, right? Like we comb through our bags, lose papers, our desks, our closets. We shred, you know, we shed some of the junk that we just don't need in our lives. So do you think we should all be cord cutting opportunities, people, places, things that aren't serving us? Like, is there, are there other spiritual practices we should have
0: during this season? I love it. Yes. So you could sit down and you could, again, make a, um, just take inventory, take inventory. There could be friends who have always come to you during, especially during the pandemic, and you're, like, listening Mm -hmm. to them, listening to them, listening to them, but they're not saying, hey, how are you doing? (laughs) Like, yeah, totally. And you've been, like, held this capacity of support and love, and there's no need to, like, call them and be like, look, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. You know, there's no need for all that drama, right? If you have a good enough friend where you could call them and be like, hey, I really love you, but this is what's happening, They may or may not accept it, but just take inventory of things and then sit down. And again, you could do that and then do the physical stuff too. go around your home, get rid of clothes, get rid of things like I've been doing that really. And then, I mean, open windows, like be like anything that no longer serves my highest good be gone. And so it is literally, I mean, in the old days, you know, a lot of European, I think South American and probably even African women. And I mean harder in some of the countries where there were dirt floors for longer, But people used to sweep and it was a magical thing. Like a broom wasn't just a broom. Sweeping your house wasn't just sweeping back in the day, right? Because you were sweeping and you were like, I sweep out the bad luck. I sweep out my ex-wife. I sweep out my (laughs) ex-wife. Literally the bassoon and the the sacred broom, you know, you see a witch on a broom. It's literally that you use that broom to release things that don't serve you so you could transport yourself into greater alignment, into better relationships. And another thing, so that's what I want to... Wait, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Okay. So true. And so, and I mean, I know this... I know a lot for Latinas, like, I don't know, other people also may be interested, but I know that I know our moms, because we talk about it a lot in my groups, that our moms used to play on like Latin music and we used to be opening the window and he's like cleaning and sweeping and she, they'd even throw in like, "beté," you know, go to hell, go away, like throw a little agua florida, a little holy water. Like it would be just the spiritual mind, body and spirit experience of like refreshing ourselves. I think the other day I was changing sheets, turning over the bed and my partner was about to, because he was helping me and I'm like, wait a minute. Let me like bless the energy and let me like, you know, throw. So, but it's fun because this is your home. You're placing, like you're affecting the energetic space where you live and you sleep. You need to take control of that, especially as queens, like your word and your whole energy here, which is queens, this is your kingdom. Yeah, your queendom. It's your queendom, baby. Your queendom.
1: It's crazy. So I have to tell you this: when you talk, Vanessa, my whole body like tingles, like it's like on fire. But I know that happens to me a lot when my spiritual connection is very strong. So it's it's actually funny. I can feel your Reiki energy over this Zoom situation because I just started my Reiki training. I've done levels one and two, Mm -hmm. and so it's weird when I'm talking to someone else who's like a Reiki master. I can literally like feel their energy. I don't know if that makes sense. And people yes. who are listening to this who don't know a lot about
0: Reiki are probably like rolling their eyes. <laughs> It's true. And, you know, I teach them on, I have a school and I teach it online and people who are really against the online, I'm like, just give it a chance. And they come on and they're like, oh my God, I felt the attunement. Um, Yeah. And then when we do breakout rooms where people are working on each other, one person's like, well, I had to lift you from the feet. The person's like, oh my God, I felt your hands on my feet, you know? So So weird. Yeah. It's beautiful. And congratulations on your attunement. Oh,
1: thank you. I like haven't told, I don't think I've talked about that at all on this podcast. So yeah, that's my big secret. That's what I was doing in in january when i was hibernating and taking time off i was i've been wanting to do it for so long so still learning but I, i gave my first session and it's funny too you and i were originally supposed to talk a few days ago then you wanted to move to now and now i have dinner with my reiki master so just like weird like and then last night i'm just recalling this the guy from the date who said that we had a spiritual connection is also studying reiki
0: and i was just like how like no wonder he knew yeah. You know what I mean, like well, because Reiki opens you up. I mean, there are people blocked yeah. and they were taking my intuition class. They're like, "Well, I opened up a little bit," but and then they went into Reiki, and they're like, "Wow!" Like, wow, I'm crying. I'm seeing my ancestors, and that's what's so. And this is something that I talk about in energy healing a lot, which is every culture in the world has some tradition of energy healing, some tradition of hands on healing. Unfortunately, because of the Judeo Christian takeover of the whole world, right? Yeah, we've lost maybe the names of what we called it. And that's why I study. I've studied Reiki, and then I pass it on, which is a Japanese tradition, right? right? And but that's what I tell everybody when they come into class. I'm like, by the way, you already have this ancestrally. We're just learning a particular technique, right? We're learning. Right. A I like the structure of Reiki. I was like, yeah, instead of too. being like, ooh, energy healer, because I used to pull stuff out of people's bodies before I did Reiki, but then I'd be exhausted because it was me. I was using my aura, right, my own energy, and that's what I love about Reiki is that you have this continuous flow of energy. That you can tap into. Totally. So
1: Vanessa, I want to make sure that we have time for you to give us all the goods. I know you have a school. I know that you also still give readings of all different sorts. You do ancestral healing. You do so many things. Can you please tell
0: all of our ladies where they can find you, where they can connect? Give us the goods. Yes. Instagram is one of my favorite places to hang out. The Biz Bruja. B-R-U-J-A. My website, thebizbruja.com. And let's see, what else, what else? Hmm, juiciness. Yes, so I'm the founder of the School of Healing Artes. While it has like a Spanish name at the end, it is in English. Everyone is welcome. There's definitely some extra support for BIPOC and for Latinx communities, but everyone is welcome. And there are Reiki certifications, Akashic Record certifications, and an eight-week intuition. And clinical hypnosis is coming soon, which I've been doing for 20 years and I love, and I'm finally an education provider. (laughs) So I'm excited. So
1: cool. Congratulations. That's so amazing. I I want to, let's do this. Well, I want to do a hypnosis session with you. I've always wanted to do it. And I'm just nervous, right, about what's going to come out from deep inside of me, but there's definitely things that we need to clear. So you and I will TB on that. And yeah, maybe I'll I'll have to get back on the pod and share some of that. The last thing I wanted to ask you, because we ask everybody on big queen energy, like what their number one mindset hack for X, Y, and Z is, you know, something that they're kind of an expert in. And so what I wanted to know is what is your number one hack for, let's say you feel separated from your intuition. Is there like something that, you know, if I do this every time I can get back?
0: Yes, literally returning to your body because we live a lot up here. And so I literally just feel my feet on the ground. I know it sounds so simple and I just breathe into my energy and it's like a mantra. It's really more like, you know, that that, that I'm born for this, that this is my deepest knowing, my deepest calling. And I don't feel disconnected from my intuition, but it's something that if I'm doubting how somebody else might proceed, or if I'm doubting a situation that I really wanna happen. Like As a human, I'm very emotionally invested in, oh my God, I want them to really react this way, or I want this to really happen, right? And I get super excited about something. And and then what happens is then I'm like, not so much in the intuition, but more in the human. I just come back into my own body, feel my breath going in and out, put my right hand over my heart, and just breathe really deeply, and just give myself that mantra. It is safe for me to be all that I am. I was born for this. Everything that's in alignment is already flowing towards me, really, because being a queen is being magnetic right? Yes. We're also, we're that. We also are warrior. We go out and hunt the thing, right? But there's also a part of it of once we can claim all that we are of just allowing ourselves to stay still for a minute and allow things to come to us. And so that's where I like have to chill. I breathe. I feel my booty in the seat or my feet on the ground. It's so simple, right? It's just coming back to what we have, our heartbeat, our breath, and just repeating that mantra. It is now safe for me to be all that I am. What is in alignment is already flowing to me. I'm attracting everything I need and the right people are already coming towards me because this is my mission. This is my calling. This is my life. And so it is. You are so incredible.
1: I am sure other women are just feeling enlightened and on fire and tingly right now because your energy is radiant. Vanessa, thank you so much. This was such
0: a pleasure. Thank you, Nicole. You are amazing. I love it. I love the connection.
1: All right, ladies, I think we're going to end there because she said it. She gave you all the goods. So if you loved what you heard today, make sure to follow Vanessa. Share this with a friend who needs to hear it. I, I think there is so much powerful advice in here. And if you have an extra moment, we'd be so grateful if you just hit five stars and left us a little review. You can add us on Instagram at Nicole Rose Stillings and at Big Queen Energy Pod. We hope we brightened your day, but that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays in the a.m. to Big Queen Energy, supporting you on your journey to fearless creation.